Welcome to another edition of Trust the Process Podcast. Yours truly, Rob the People's Plug Martin. Joined by always, beard's looking good over there, Mr. Italian Stallion, the Reverend Nick Martin. Yeah. And Julius Maddox, Mr. One in 7.5 billion. What's up, what's I got up? That, I, I got that beard, guys, we talking about. Man, be a regular. Man, it's finally growing in. Yeah. Come on, man. Y'all take <laughs> hey, Rob, his beard is looking thick and full, bro. Y'all take I don't, I don't If you don't keep one my of these on deck, right. you ain't a real beard guy if you don't keep one of these on deck. You know what I'm saying? My, you, my beard don't be growing right. Y'all call me y'all with just fingers. That's why. <laughs> that's what it's I get short, my It's short on the side. Short on the side and trim it up. Man, I don't think it's too wild. Man, what's so, up, guys? So I, I was, I was, uh, man, I'm, I'm sitting here waiting on us to get on this podcast, and I'm, I'm, um, watching this guy. So he's an image consultant. And, image? Uh, huh? Image consulting. He's an image consultant. Wow. Yeah. So make sure I mean, what, image, you think image consultant. What do you think about? It keeps your image polished. Make sure you keep, you know, look right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming, yeah, that's part of it. On your platforms and stuff, like. Oh, yeah, that's what he did. That's yeah. what he does. So he he, he basically, um, you know, tells you what to do, what not to do, what look, what to look, what how not to look. Um, and uh, he does a podcast where, I mean, this, this guy really, he bars none. He does a podcast where he talks to men and women that set these expectations of who um, they're going to be with. Mm-hmm. For example, I was watching one where um, it was a 35-year-old woman, um, I mean, black woman. Um, she wasn't too bad, but um, he's trying to help her understand, like, you're, the, the guys you're searching for is out, of your, is, out of, is out of the ballpark for you. Oh, he's a realist. <laughs> oh, he's my type of people. Hey, look! Wow. I, look, I'm gonna send you the link to this video afterward. I, mean, I like after, him. After the podcast, look, like he's him. telling her. Like, and I mean, he's he's breaking it down. He's like, "What do you rate yourself as?" Like, just give me an honest. What do you rate yourself as? And she was like, "When I wake up in the morning, probably a five. When I get my makeup on, probably a six. But here's what he said: He said, "Rate yourself on a scale from one to ten, but you can't use seven. Why not seven? Everybody I guess seven is seven. like that neutral number where. Oh, that's, yeah. that's an easy number. Yeah. To, <laughs> that's to that lukewarm you, number. You know? So he said, seven. don't use seven. Wow. Look, because the eight. And the whole point of, of, of what he does is he tries to get people to be honest with herself. That's good. Yeah, that's good. And he told her, he said, um, I mean, Rob, it, it, it's harsh. You can hear the <laughs> crackling in her voice. Like, he was like, look, he told her, he said, um, you got these expectations to, to, you know, to be with a man that's uh, six, that's got a six-figure job, and that's what she said. She wanted a man that makes six to seven figures a year, and he said, um, "You know, they're not looking for you. What do you have? What do you have that that's going to draw him to you? You know, like as in, you know, you're 35 years old. You got two kids. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're. That's what he said. He said, you're average." You Ooh. look average. You are average. And he said, do you know who average people attract? Other average, average people. people. Look, so, so, but the thing is, is like, you know, hearing the, hearing the, the situation, hearing how it went down, think about if she took that and, and her whole life changed. 
Some people would look at that and say he should have never said that to her. Uh, I mean, I was kind of feeling that way. I'm like, dang, he's. I mean, it's we. That's the problem I think with uh, society today is uh, we don't take reproof well. Oh, no, and no, when no. someone is honest, like direct to our face, we uh, kind of shy away from that. We're taking it as they're being mean or they're not being considerate or um, they're not being sympathetic or showing empathy. Uh, we, live so, in, we live in that participation trophy culture. Man, the participation trophy culture. That's, 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 that's what it is. Right I, heard there, it's, uh, I heard a sermon the other day. And what it is, it's it's, it's idea of legalism. It's idea of... Um, you know, you can be whatever you want to be. You should be able, and nobody should ever be able to say anything to you. Nobody should be able to question it. That's why they're saying, like, truth doesn't exist nowadays. Because hey, you can make it me. whatever you want to make it. Man. They was looking They was looking at me crazy. I told the uh, Bellas cheerleading coach, I said, look, we don't want no trophy if we come in fifth. <laughs> I said, what's she say? No, nah, she was like, they only give them out for first, second, third. I said, third is even pushing it. Man. Yeah, we don't even want trophy for third place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Look, don't nobody remember the president that 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 came uh, runner up. I mean, uh, I mean, you think about it when it comes to all levels. Like, who remembers the pl- person who uh, uh, came in second place whenever Jordan won his first uh, dunk oh, contest? They'll always be. Nobody. They'll always be in. They'll always be the person that that Michael Jordan beat. Yeah. Well, well like the famous Ricky Bobby says. If you ain't first, you're last. Man. Yeah. And if, we, if I... we, if well, seriously, if we stuck to that motto and be being honest and truthful to ourselves, man, like I think the world will be a lot different. But kind of touching well, back thing on. I, one thing ahead. I like what the guy said is, like, if you're average, why do you expect to tra- attract people that aren't average? You know. So, um, like, I always think about that. Like, you are who you attract. Like. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. You know, like it's no surprise that, you know, we all ended up being friends at a young age because we had the same attraction. Like we had the yeah, same true. desires. We had the I'm, same, you know, and when you hung out with different crowds, you've seen a different level of yeah. like, like, man, I, when I hung out with smart kids, I was like, man, I'll never study uh, for my homework. So we yeah. just didn't have those same values. Yeah. Hey, think yeah, about that. Life I heard this uh, the other day and mm-hmm. it said, that your life up to this point right now is a culmination of every decision, of every choice, um, of every right or wrong um, decision that you've made. Your life is right now today is exactly a culmination of all those things. For every decision that you've made, your life is what looks like it. So think about, you know, play play it forward and kind of say, you know, what will my life look like a week from now? you can kind of already dictate what it's going to look like based on the decisions that you're making today. I think it's, it's a lot. A lot of it is, is how like we was able to judge, not necessarily judge, but yeah, judge, judge the fruit that some of the clients were bearing whenever we was at friends of centers. It's like, like me and Nick would sit, I mean, over, over a hundred different clients where we've sat in there and we've told them we knew the exact result because of all the decisions that they've made um leading up to that point um you know the examples that they've set leading up to that point so we already knew what the formula was you will be calling us in three to four months you knew the outcome you're gonna be high you are gonna walk out on your family you are gonna lose your job 
if you don't stick to the process, if there's not a true authentic heart change. And that's another thing what he was, the guy was getting frustrated because he's like, there's nothing else to say. Like, I'm just telling you, you're average. Like, there's, what should, like, why would someone be attracted to you in your situation right now? He wasn't being hateful or mean. He was being true. No, he wasn't. And it hurt, bro. He was kind of getting aggravated because uh, she kept saying, but. She's like, but. And he's like, ain't no buts. Ain't no buts. He says, you don't even know, like, you don't even know someone. It ain't, so he said, you don't know anyone that is in that league outside of. 100,000. Yeah, that's what he said, outside of people uh, like your dad or uh, mm-hmm. a friend or something like that. Like you don't, you don't have that camaraderie or you're not um, in that same um, uh, environment as those mm-hmm. that you, he said, you don't even know where they eat. You don't know what they like to do. He broke it down to a science. <laughs> I you think about that. When I grew up, when we grew up, I used to think like the Briar Patch was rich people restaurants. Man, like yeah. so, like think about that. Like I used to be like, we can never go there. So for and you I viewers, carried, the Briar Patch is like I got an old. upscale kind of restaurant in our in our. It's not too upscale. I've been to you know more upscale yeah. restaurants than this, but it is more on the expensive price hey, side. Twenty a little years bit. ago, twenty years ago, it was the elite. Not just anybody. But still, I mean, the, nothing's changed, Rob. It ain't it's it where, never. That's what I'm saying. Your, Nothing your ever mindset. changed. Just the mentality. Yeah, your mindset changed. changed. Your habits like, changed. Think about that. Like, I thought the Miller House, I thought only the elite went there. And then the I went there. Man, you know, we eat lunch for $8.99. And I was like, man, this ain't even that high. I, I, I thought the same thing about, um about the, what's the place down at the river we always used to eat? Um, Where the restaurant? Kobe's. Kobe's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobe's, yeah. I thought the same thing about Kobe's. I was like, you know, y'all going to Kobe's? Hey, hold on. That's I did shout out. Hey, I did shout out, though. Look, because about 10 years ago, when I was getting, uh, when I was in my mind frame of like, look, should I ask her to marry me? Should I ask her not? That's the place I went to. That's where I asked Amy to marry me at, at the Briar Patch, because for us, for people like us and where we came from, that was a place that we didn't go to. That was a place that we didn't, we, we didn't visit often. So to us, when you don't see it often, when it's not common in your life, it's extraordinary. Yeah, we uh, wasn't exposed to that. Like, you so know, I wanted to get her something extraordinary. I'll be telling people that I say, look, the bar patch is like three extra dollars and their peaches be fresh on the bar. Maybe fresh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, it hits I said, I said, their salad bar got everything. It's salad bar be on point, don't it? It sure does. But like, but, but like it's just what you're exposed like to. Yeah, so, that's what that so saying. Like, yeah. in a sense, everything is about being exposed. Now, my my mindset totally changed once I actually went to an upscale restaurant and what they're like, where there's no plate underneath a uh, hundred dollars. Oh yeah, when you get a, a, a eight ounce steak meal, I mean, you get a meal, your entree and a dessert, and it, it, ain't, it ain't the least the least thing on the menu is a hundred dollars. Hey, you mm. hit it right there. You hit it right there. Think about that. What it comes down to is exposure. That girl, because of whatever mindset she was in, she she thought that she could be in the briar patch and meet somebody who would constantly visit a $100 plate restaurant, right? But because yeah. she had never been exposed to that, he's being real with her and saying, the chances of you crossing somebody who lives this lifestyle is slim to are none them, because you're exposed to that. Are them, being, are, are them being attracted to you because you're regular? Yep. 
I mean, look look at it in this way. It's like, uh, what's the lightest weight in a in a boxing match? Oh, it's it's like a feather. It's like an ultimate featherweight. Welterweight. Like, oh no, yeah, I seen him. One twenty four. Whatever it is, it's like a welterweight being in the ring with a heavy super heavyweight. Oh, yeah. Like they won't, you won't ever see them in the ring together. Highly unlikely. You very rarely see them. I mean, like you just won't see it. Oh uh, yeah. So, hey, speaking of, y'all see the fight? Did you watch to see the fight? No, nah, I don't care about none of that. You didn't see Mike Tyson fight? Man, I got my own race. I'm trying to win, bro. Man. I mean, I'm I'm serious. That's what I told Heaven. I told a few people at the gym. Like, I, I'm I'm just in a season right now, and I'm I'm don't take it like I'm trying to be like pseudo humble or. Or I'm just like I'm trying to get so tunnel, tunneled in, tunnel vision to where Ooh. I'm not worried about anything else besides getting this 800 pound bench and building my brand. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, you know, doing what we do in the community, what whatever that case may be, what what God's called me to be. But outside of that, I don't care about no fights. I don't care about some YouTube sensation. To, what's that benefit me? I'm just saying. I yeah. like Mike Tyson. I've always liked Mike Tyson. But I'm saying at this point, I'm not going to lose my time and energy and, and and get all hyped up and psyched out over something that, that that's not even going to change my that, that can't change my life. Oh, you doubt it? I just I just got to get in this mindset again of like, you know, how if I again one of my biggest fears that I have that one of my biggest fears it's not of drowning or of dying of some cause it's it's my biggest fear. It's going back and working a normal nine to five again. It's my biggest fear. I told somebody Being stuck in a factory for the rest of my life. Man. Mm-hmm. Though there's nothing wrong with working at a factory, I've just seen the product of what that produces. Oh yeah. Generation and the time that it factory? takes away from your family, the time that it takes away from from things that you love. So with that being said, it's just been hitting me over the I mean, I don't get me wrong, over compared to this year to last year, it's been night and day, but the mindset has to change to that that uh, uh, that lion mentality. Like, I gotta eat. What do you think is on a, on a mountain lion's mind? I, I've seen this today. A mountain lion consumes. I want to say thirty to forty-one pounds of meat per week. Wow. Mm. 30 to 41 pounds of meat per week. Man, how would it feel to be the zebras around there? A mountain lion, a mountain lion's in the mountains. They hunt elk, Oh, well, deer. whatever animals are out there, it'd be scary yeah. to uh, So, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy because what do you think is on their mind? Eat. Eat. We got to have that. I, I'm not talking about the chase. The chase comes afterwards, but I'm saying just that initial instinct. When they wake up, stomach's touching, growl. I, so I don't know what the what the what the, what the, the 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 steps leading to it. But I'm saying when they wake up, the first thing on their mind, their instinct is, Eat. it's time to go on a hunt. Yeah, hey, that's one reason why I like watching uh, Kevin Hart interviews. Is because a lot of people dog him, and he's like, I ain't funny. He's like, look, I ain't got time to be worried about other comedians. He said, I'm out here working. He said, I'm out here building my brand. I'm making uh, 20 million a show. What do, what do I got uh, time to be looking at another comedian and what he's doing? He said, matter of fact, you should stop looking at me. He said, I'm the first comedian sponsored by Nike. And I think it's just that difference of average and non-average. Like what you said, it's a 
it's a clear separation. Like non-average people don't sit and watch YouTube all day. Yeah. yeah. You know, like they don't get distracted by meaningless. And I always like that quote that says like average people uh, watch TV, smart people read books, average people buy shoes, smart people invest. And it's always a clear separation. Can you do both? Can you buy shoes and invest? I mean, I think you can, but I think it's you. I think you. What happened? Where'd you Rob, go, you bro? dropped us. Man, I what think you. Oh, here you go. I think I think somebody was calling, but I think you'll see when you get to the table of non-average people the clear separation. Look, yeah, that's like, the thing. You just hit it. You're gonna be talking about shoes, and they're gonna be talking about stocks. You can be average, yeah. You can be average all day long, and you would never know the difference. Look, whatever, whatever. I would at one point, you know, when we was out there, when I was dealing with you and stuff, Rob, I had my apartment out there, and um, you know, all I did was eat, sleep, breathe, money, drugs, sex, and that's it. Video games. Yeah. So when it came to having a normal conversation about what was like realistically, like what was going on in the world. I couldn't hold up a normal conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had I had trained my mind to be so basic and worry about things that are so average and trivial that even when it came to like reading or 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 anything, I couldn't process things. I couldn't process things outside of what I was experiencing at the moment, what I had trained my mind, what I what I had trained my mind to do. And it wasn't until I got out of that environment is when the growth really started to happen. So it's it's about exposure and it's about, again, well, well, the key, same thing we keep talking about, who and what we surround ourselves with. Yeah. And if you surround yourself, if you, I mean, think about this. If you're, if you're, if you're, if you're a lion and you're running with the herd, like you got, you're going to have to carry your weight. I mean, that's just, that's just, that's basic laws of, 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 um, of creation. Like when you're a part of, of a pack or something, Everybody carries their weight. Just everybody has a job, whether it's a bird. Birds have a certain sequence where there's certain birds that are up front, and 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 how they um, like the like for example, like the mighty ducks, the mighty V. There's a reason why ducks actually fly in a in a in an actual sequence. That's true, by the way. And not only that, wolves. You can use wolves for the same expo- I mean, the same. I think the oldest. The oldest wolf trails behind to make sure, or, or the I, I don't know, I can't tell you exactly the most mature, the oldest wolf trails behind to make sure nobody falls behind. I mean, think about that. That's just basic, but it's all about your surroundings and, and your environment. That's that's it. I can't think of anything else. Why was we in those positions that we was in? It's because of our surroundings. Uh, ultimately, uh, what we continue to, even though we was exposed to light, we still chose to, Live a certain way because of our surroundings. The says that the darkness comprehends, or the, the the darkness sees the light, and it and it doesn't comprehend it. When you're in that, and it's not until that's why I truly believe that we we are we, we God chooses to touch us because plenty of times over my life I was exposed to the light. I just rejected it. I couldn't comprehend. I couldn't comprehend how a normal man leads his family, right? Because I'd never been exposed to that. So to me, it didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense doing right because I had seen wrong done so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I hadn't I had been exposed to somebody doing right in the right way. No doubt. And stood, you know, stood as a man and said, this is how you take care of your family. 
Yeah, for sure. So that's why I truly believe that it's not outside of a touch of uh, uh, from God and his 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 sovereignty and his grace. I mean, I don't know what else can happen. I mean, I, no, think I don't either. People can be successful, but success can only take you so far. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think to relate it to Christianity, like uh, eventually, as you grow in Christ. Uh, you weed your old your old friends just stop coming around because you stop having things in common, right? Right. Hey, so they didn't want like, nothing to do. They didn't want nothing to do with us. Yeah, like Period. we used to talk about girls and, and you know what girl you're sleeping with. Now it's like, when we gonna come over? You know, like when people always ask me, like Nick, you coming over? I'm like, come over and do what? Like, <laughs> like what are we gonna like what are we doing if I come over? Like we just gonna sit there or what? Like, and I think that's the difference is God will bring new people in your life to match the season you're in, and, and you know, unfortunately, like people get left behind and people get weeded out. Yeah, man, that's fire right there. And I think that's life. It's life. It's the different seasons you go into. So you got to think if 10 different people are on 10 different paths, being exposed to 10 different things, eventually it's going to take them to, to multiple different places. Now, you know, if you have one person that exp that's kind of exposed to, to the uh, similar uh, situations as this person over here, you know, it could lead in closer to the same to the to the same desired outcome. And eventually them two people are going to cross paths. Because yeah, of exactly. blindness, because of the similarities, because of yeah. the things that draw you closer together. Yeah. So what do y'all? What do y'all think that breakdown comes? Because, like, I love people that challenge me. Like, I love people that push me to be more and speak a different language than me because it makes me want to challenge myself. But other people, they just like that girl. They just say but and they make excuses. They won't be coddled. They just like. So what do y'all think the breakdown is and? So, like, when you see it, how do we fight against it? Uh, I mean, I think one standing up and and, and, and continue to expose, like, expose whatever it is and, 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 and feed truth into it. But, man, I mean, I've scratched my, my – my, racked my brain trying to figure out, you know, what it was. Like, what what's the difference between us? Like, how the switch flipped for us where it made sense. And the only explanation I got, Nick, is 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 God, is That's Jesus. Right. That's it. Jesus was the only person that was able to flip that light switch. But what happens to the person who, and, and this is what I've thought often also, how does that relate to the person who didn't come to Christ and they've changed their life around and they've, they lived, they've lived a different life? Like, what is the determining factor of a person that just flips that switch and says, all right, enough's enough, I'm done? It can't be pain because I've seen certain people go through so much pain where you would think that they would just be absolutely done. And they just keep taking. But they continue to live. But I, I don't, I don't, can't really identify the answer outside of Jesus. I'll tell you. And I still think Jesus is the answer. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, these blessings and, and, and grace falls on the just and the unjust. And um, so I think that, that in just God's sovereignty and his love, he still shows love to those who um, are total pagans, who yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. because you never know what that change brings on that person that may inspire the next person. And the next person may um, be the person that, that they may be the person that Christ is using to change and reach that next person. So yeah. Jesus is it. Yeah. Think about this to kind of make it practical and to kind of just, um, 
just break it down to where any and everybody can understand. Well, for me, you know, we're all we're all fathers, we're all parents, right? So we live in a world that is constantly telling our kids this 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 idea of just um, idealism, legalism, just tr your truth is your truth, right? So it constantly is telling them like, look, if you want to be this, you can be this. Nobody should be able to come in and tell you different, right? In a world full of that, that is that is fighting for our for this generation's attention, we still have to be the ones to tell them truth. We still have to be the ones to fight that and say, regardless of what you think, this is the truth, right? So as a father, you're not going to say just because this is the world that we're living in that I'm just going to let you do and say and be whoever you want to be. I still am here to, to tell you truth, right? Yeah. So basically, um, you know, a world is always going to be fighting to tell you who you are. And so many times, like throughout my life, I remember listening to those voices and being like, man, I need to be this because this is what I've seen up until this point. And that's why I think exposure is so big, because until somebody comes in, think about it, man, I love I love seeing my Christian brothers and sisters just be the absolute just rawest form of them. Right. The ones that know they got swag and can't nobody tell them they're wrong for doing it. Like it's something beautiful about somebody being being their self, but being their self in such an authentic way that it attracts others, right? You know, because so many times as Christians, we can be like, well, you know, we shouldn't do this or we shouldn't do that. Um, y'all y'all understand what I'm saying? Like it's neat seeing Jews stand up and profess Christ even in the platform that he has. Most people yeah. don't do it. Yeah, bro. I heard this one interview and it was pretty neat. Uh Jay Prince was talking about his brother. He had got locked up a time and time again. And the dude was like, couldn't he have just been your chauffeur? Or couldn't he have been just your bag boy and, and been a millionaire? And Jay Prince was like, yeah, but every day he woke, he woke up with a chance and a choice. Man. Yeah. And he said, and he said, what, what he did with that has him in prison. What I did with my chance has me where I'm at. That's my point. My point exactly. No malice. It's neat to see him stand up and be who God's called him to be. It's something authentic there. Oh, yeah. And in a yeah, world, I, mean, I agree. I agree 100%. But I'm just saying, I think the ultimate, the ultimate uh, divider or the ultimate fault in this is going to be the inability to be able to accept truth. They can't accept truth. Was she, was she been out in the wilderness? Is that a Nick? Is that a mango? Well, got mango went out, yeah, I went off. It's frozen. No, nah, you was froze. I'm not me. You was froze. You got mink over. Man, mink, are you on Wi Fi right now? Yeah. Everybody's frozen. Take off, turn off Wi Fi. It ain't me. It ain't me. Either. Rob. Nick, it's you, bro. It's I when, can that, you, Jew. when that mink hit the screen. Rob, you're. Oh, my God. I can hear y'all now. It's when that Nick, mink. Hit the turn screen. your Wi Fi off. Uh, oh, I'm good. You good, Jew? Hey, I'm good. Hey, there I you go. It. Look, hey, when Jew. that meat came through the screen yeah. like that, it froze on it. It froze hey, on the meat, didn't it? Yeah. Hi, baby. Uh, Hi. What are you up? doing? Nothing. Nothing? I can't, Nothing? I can't even see y'all no more. I don't know what happened with Nick. Nick, turn. 
Sorry, uh, guys. We're having technical difficulties. We'll, we'll there we in. go. There we go. He's not a. He's not a tech savvy. He's not tech savvy. Well, why did Jonna explain to me why Jonna had that mink on? <laughs> Jonna, why'd you have mink on? <laughs> she it was a uh, hoodie. <laughs> Man, she had a mink coat on. She had a mountain lion. Stop. She had mountain lion. Uh, a mountain lion fur. Look, so think um, about that, Jew, um, or Nick, whoever. That's your child. In a world that's fighting for their attention, you're still going to be their father. You're still there to tell her truth, right? For sure. Just because it's easier, you're not going to just be like, I'm just going to let the world take you over and just tell you who you need to be. Absolutely not. That's what hit me like I was just thinking last night, uh, how a person could have kids and not talk to them in six or seven months and be okay with it. Yeah. Those are the same people. I mean, a lot of times the same people that just, they're, they just, they have these unacceptable or these un, uh, these expectations for life that doesn't even match any realistic or logical thinking. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna have a kid. I'm not, I'm never going to talk to them. Uh, some people even think like, look, I'll, I got plenty of time to mend this relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, you know, I mean, I'm just saying just in general, whether a relationship with your kids, relationship with a female, what you what you um, expect to have, uh, uh, what you expect from a female. It's just, these are all stemming from not being able, your inability to accept truth to yourself. Yeah, so the, what did it end up saying that that woman did? What, what do you mean did as far as like did she did she end up like accepting it? Did she end no, up? No, I mean you could just I, didn't, I we started the call before I finished finished the end of it, but you could just tell like she wasn't willing. Like I said, she wasn't willing to accept the truth. I'm grateful for people like that. You know them. You're guys. talking to a man who who who. Uh, I mean, obviously he's some he's a public figure, but um, he deals with people on a daily basis, and people value his uh, his opinion and his experience. So like to a fact to where people are calling in and asking pretty much for evaluations. And, mm -hmm. um, all right, hold on. Let me finish talking, baby. And, uh, you know, like, again, what I keep saying, the inability to be able to accept truth when someone is giving you truth and telling you truth, like, this is not for you. We just have this uh, fairy tale mm -hmm. fantasy uh, that, that we expect, uh, again, that someone's going to come in and sweep us off of our feet, even though we're not even in position. For somebody to, to do that, you know, um, and it is what it is, you know. Yeah. So she'll be searching. She'll be single at the age fifty. Hey, age so 50 think about because, this. Most people would see him and be like, "Man, he's wrong. He's a he's oh, a, I know. He, he he's rude. Uh, you know, he he's too raw. And and the I would say that seventy percent of the world wouldn't accept him. Yeah, they would. But I bet his statistics. Uh, I'd say more than seventy percent because people people go to him like he's 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 it. He's uh, yeah. I'm, hey. I'm gonna send you the link afterwards. Yeah, yeah, do that. Look, because if you just if you just go in this world and you just um, believe like the world that's around you, and nobody ever comes in and tells you like, look, nobody ever gives you truth, then you'll just live in that false reality. Yeah. Look at her again. Even when people tell you truth, some of these people aren't willing to accept that. To me, he's That's like, what it he's boils down to. To me, he's just like a doctor. He's uh, look, this is what it is, and this is the option. Where that's what I'm saying. Like, he's like, You got cancer, you're gonna die in four months. And she's like, 
but 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 yeah, no, but I'm, he's like, no, this is what it is. Yeah. And she what? And I know maybe maybe that's a poor analogy. I, I mean, I, I, there's a lot of people with cancer out there, so I, I don't want to offend anybody. But um, again, that's just what it is, man. Or diabetes or anything. Diabetes or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I remember I was watching this baseball clip of Dominican players, and they practiced by the guy would slingshot them bottle caps. And that's the way they learn how to hit. And wow. they say they're so much better than American players because the way they train from an early age, the work they put in. And uh, they were just talking about on there, like, it's no secret why they're so much better. Look at the way they train. And, you know, I always hear, like, uh, one thing Rob always tells the Lucas is, like, you're only going to get the results from the work you put in. But so many times we, we, we like pacifiers, right? Like, oh, you're doing good. You're doing – you're fine, you know. Um, even, you know, like, we – I remember uh, I made uh, C's and D's and I felt like my parents didn't care. They might have, they might not have. But I was like, I just accepted, like, all right, I'll make C's and D's. It is what it is. But I think we need people to tell us truth and be like, you're so much better than that. Yeah, think about this. A report card. Man, I'm telling you, even as an adult, I think that we need need quarterly report cards. A report card is going to show you who you are. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, It's truth. Oh, you can say whatever you want to say. Oh, I was just missing yeah. two assignments. A report card is a is the culmination of 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 exactly who you are and who you ain't. Yep. And, so you and look, that's why that's why I bought a Fitbit because uh, I was dang y'all see ya. That's why I bought a I bought a Fitbit because it tells you how many steps you take every day. I couldn't lie to myself anymore and be like, man, I think I walked a lot today. It'll tell yeah. you, like, no, nah, you didn't hit your goal today. That's right. Yeah, you got to get it. It's kind of my report card. So exposure yep. so exposure would be the number one thing for anybody to go to whatever level they think they're wanting to go to? Uh, no, I think first you got to be willing to ex- accept truth and take take reproof. Um, even, even accepting truth is being exposed to something that you ain't used to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I get, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right? yeah, it, it I, get, I mean, a, I guess they work hand in hand. Yeah, well, how about this? Uh, because, I mean, heck, we've been exposed to truth our whole life, so we can't say that we ain't never, yeah. you know what I mean? We had to accept that truth first in order for, for us to move past it. So, also, um, it'll, it'll, it'll mold you or fold you. It'll, it'll you know? mold you or fold you, baby. So, um it's just like I mean, just like anything else, you know, that comes along with it. it, it it's a process. It's beginning so, to look uh, a lot like Christmas. Huh? Is it beginning to look a lot like Christmas? Yep. How much are y'all gonna spend on y'all's family's Christmas this year? Don't lie. Man, my, kid, not my, my kids are getting out of the store. Nick got one child. Nick, stop saying that. I guarantee y'all spend about fifteen hundred on, on Bella. Yeah, all right, sounds good. Bet. I, I know it's gonna. I look, I know it's gonna be at least. Uh, look, we ain't even got that many presses under the tree yet. Man, we ain't That's got no presses I got under the tree. That's for everybody. Yeah, I know. <laughs> everybody in the city getting presents. Yeah, y'all, y'all getting that. 
Everybody's getting presents. Man, I love Christmas time. Something this uh, Christmas time, man, it does something to my spirit. Yeah, I was talking to Nick about, I had a conversation with Nick just about, you know, kind of being, I'm not necessarily going to say I'm disconnected, but just I'm not around it every day as I used to be like friends of centers. When you go through like extensive or you're, or you're in the, in the trenches every single day, yeah, even on your days off, like, you know, you get used to it, right? Yeah. We better cut off. Just like opposite, you get used to not being in the trenches. Oh man, the trenches teach and, you something. Man, look, and uh this dude kept hitting me up and was like, Look, we need to go, we need to go do this. Hey, we need to go. Season. It's about to cut we off. Need... We'll hit it after do it next week. All right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry you about guys that. Guys got tuned yeah. in for next week. Yeah, yeah. Good conversation. Yeah, you guys next week. What's that, Nick? What is the reason for the season? How will we be different? How will we strive to glorify God this December? Man, and that ain't done yeah, that's it. That's it. Trust the process. Don't rush the process. Times. Yeah, it's true, but I'm headed to the finish line. So the mind never stop when it come to minds. God gave me this light, I'ma let it shine. Put the weights on the bar, man, dinner time. The pain don't do anything but energize. Right now is the time, ain't a better time. Man, I'm about to go hard, hammer time. Yeah, I know that you know it. I made a decision and now I'm devoted. I'm here for the people. You hear it, they voted. I try to stay humble while keeping my focus. They tell me slow down, I say thank you, it's noted. I'ma speed up for my If history's written, I guess I just wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Coming regular.